Hey nerds, if you like what we do here on One Podcast for Nerds, remember you can always support us through the ACAST supporting system to which you can find a link to in the description below of every episode. It's only a minimum of three US dollars, but no commitment. We also sell mugs, which you can find at mainjams.com, and I would describe them with Nolan's trademark slogan, having a good hand feel. They're great for coffee, tea, when you're streaming, gaming, or just doing nerdy shit. Alright, let's get to the show. Play that intro. What's up, nerds? Welcome to episode six of One Podcast for Nerds. This is your one podcast with four nerds, where we talk video game news over the last two weeks. We scour the internet for the most popular yet most interesting stories around video game industry and give you our thoughts and opinions. Remember, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at One Podcast for Nerds. And I actually don't feel ba- too bad plugging this. You can also find us on YouTube and t- Twitch, where we'll be uploading some videos of Bones and I, Bones and I playing Apex and Nolan playing Halo for the first time, which I'm sure will be a lot of fun and super frustrating for me. I'd love to live stream the Halo game, but because we don't know when it's going to happen, we're probably just going to record it and I'll upload the video to uh, YouTube and Twitch where you can enjoy him dying a lot and me getting super frustrated. And of course, you can donate. Yeah, I'm sure. And of course, you can donate to us through ACAST support. The link is found in the description below. Or you can join us on Patreon for $4 a month where you can be a part of the show. If you're unable to do any of that, that's okay because you can still reach us th- with questions or just say hi by emailing onepodcastfornerds at gmail.com. With me today is Austin. Hello. And Captain Nolan is here. I have returned to the show. Yes, he is back, and I'm sure you all missed him from last week. I'm sure we all did. I did. I missed him. How's everybody doing, anyways? I'm pretty good. Oh, yeah, I'm we excited all to play Halo. Yeah, I'm excited to play Halo with you because it's been a while since I've played two player. I'm sad because I can't play Halo. Build a computer, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> I uh, I have my ritual podcast beer, so I'm good to go. But uh, before we start, we have a few announcements, which I'm now unsure if this is what I'll be doing for every episode. Uh, as you've heard in previous shows, we have started a couple new shows, uh, which we're hoping to release in the next few months. Uh, they're coming together well, and we're excited to show to share those with you. Uh, all of them will be Patreon exclusive, but we don't want anyone to feel burned, especially anyone that listens to us through, you know, anyone who doesn't want to spend the $4 a month and listens to us through, like, major uh, podcast flat- platforms. So to make that possible, we have decided to release one episode of each show once a month. So that way, even though you're not a part of the Patreon family or community, um, you can still listen to these new shows, especially if you're a huge fan and, like, listen to us here. Um, as well, we've all decided starting May 2021, we're going to go back to being a bi- or sorry, we're going to go back to being a weekly podcast. Uh, the reason why is because we've recently seen a drastic climb in listeners. And because of you and all of those who have been with us for the last five episodes, we want to thank you. It may not seem like a big milestone, but to us, it is. We appreciate every one of you who choose to listen to us. We know there are many options out there, and we're glad we are one of them. And we can't do it without our nerd community. Just want to say that. And uh, with all of that out of the way, let's get to the news. Let's get to the news. Let's get to the news. Xbox Game Pass holders are getting some great shit on their way. Uh, this is from Robert Anderson at IGN. And I quote, to kick things off strong this month, Outriders will be available right away on April 1st uh, for Xbox Game Pass members on console. 
Today, Microsoft announced MLB The Show 21 is coming to Xbox Game Pass on launch day of April 20th. It's the latest in a steady rollout of news and updates on Game Pass. For example, all, games, all Game Pass Ultimate members can now access 16 Xbox and Xbox 360 games via Xbox Cloud Gaming on their Android mobile devices, including games like Oblivion and Fallout New Vegas. While we don't know about any other titles hitting Game Pass in April just yet, there is, a, there is bound to be a slew of new and exciting games ready and waiting to be announced. So Xbox Game Pass already has Outriders, out which I've already stated. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, because I don't think, Nolan, you probably don't know what Outriders is. And no, I was going to ask you right? about that. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be one of those new like live service games, like Destiny and all that stuff, right? Yeah, so according to Steam, which describes it, so Steam <laughs> describes it as a one-to-three-player co-op RPG shooter set in an original, dark, and desperate sci-fi universe. As mankind bleeds out in the trenches of Anok, you'll create your own Outrider and embark on a journey across the stealth planet. With rich stories spanning a diverse world, you'll leave behind the slums and shanty towns of the first city in tra- Traverse Forests, mountains and deserts in the pursuit of a mysterious signal. I feel like I read that. Combining intense gunplay with violent powers, increasingly twisted weaponry and gear sets, Outriders offers countless hours of gameplay from one of the fir- finest sh- shooters developed in the industry, People Can Fly. So that's pretty cool that they get access to that right away. Like, I mean, again, kind of wish PlayStation would do something, but... I mean, I mean, considering the fact that MLB The Show 21 is coming to Game Pass, that's really cool. Because I don't know if you guys know, but the show, like the ba- Major League Baseball uh, games, the show, has been PlayStation exclusive for like uh, pretty much just since they started making them. Yeah, um, I know. It's been exclusive for a while. And, and But the thing is, though, is that it's exclusive, and this is the first time that Xbox gets it. And guess what? It's like if you pay the however much money, I don't know anymore. But if you pay the uh, however much money, you get it for free now. Yeah, that's that's really cool because um, I was under the impression that Sony would not be strong armed, like they just wouldn't even consider it. But hey, if they're willing to do that. Maybe uh, Xbox players can be looking forward to a lot of different Sony stuff. How do you think they were strong armed? I, I I think they were. I don't think by, by strong arm might have been the wrong uh, the wrong choice of words. What I by it I meant like they they've been so hard on sharing stuff that oh. uh now like they're sitting there seeing the stuff they're like uh, all right let's try it out with mlb the show i actually think i actually think the major league baseball had a lot more to do with this than i would like, think so I, because... I would think it's licensed right so i would think that they were like hey we know you have a ton of like consoles out in the world but there's also this whole other market that you know we're not selling to because like the major leagues get get a profit share, so they're like, why not? Like if you, they might have been like, if you don't make this, um, uh, third party to like Xbox, then we might go with a third party developer that's more willing because because Sony makes the game, like Sony Studios makes the game, mm-hmm. so that'd be a lot of you know that that on on its own would be like a lot of revenue lost from uh and and also like employees too would you know they have to lay off some people because whatever studio is making. I don't remember. Sorry, everybody, but whatever studio is making it, you know, that's that's a big hit because that's a huge hit. Um, it's the San. It doesn't really say. It just says San Diego Studio. Oh, so it is the San Diego Studio. Yeah, the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. That's right. That's a Sony, like Sony San Diego. Yep. Uh-huh. Um. So no, like, and that's what I mean. So like, Outriders is cool and everything like that, but the only it, it is too early to tell, and I don't mean to like shoot them in the leg before it gets started. No, right? that's fair. But. Every other live server game that has started has had a very rocky start. No, that's so, fair. So, 
I mean, hey, you, if you get you got Game Pass, at least you're getting it for really cheap. But uh, the the MLB the show is really big news for me at the very least. Uh, and so just to recap for March, Xbox got the following: uh, Undertale Cloud Console and PC, Empire Sin Cloud Console and PC, uh, Nier Automata PC, Star Wars Squadron Console, but you can also get that on PC. Uh, Torchlight uh, 3 PC, Genesis Noir console and PC, Octopath Traveler, which was a, a Nintendo exclusive console and PC, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire Ultimate Edition PC, Superland PC, uh, Yakuza 6 is cloud console and PC, Narita Boy cloud console and PC, and Outriders cloud and console because you don't get it on PC. And then they also like had like all the f- freaking. Uh, all the fucking Bethesda games come out. And also, you also have access to all the EA on console and now PC. Which is why I'm surprised when they wrote Star Wars Squadrons, they write PC because you can't play it on PC with uh, uh, EA Play because you have access to that with your subscription. So, so yeah, I don't know I... too much about the list that you just laid out there, but the fact that Undertale, Nier Automata, and Yakuza is going to be on Game Pass, that's fucking dope. Those are well, they already, amazing games. They already are on, on Game Pass. They were in, they were put last month. Oh. Yeah, no, these Good are all the ones. Yeah. So I you know, I, I well I have PC. See, the thing the thing is though, is that like not all these things are are to every available like output. So like some are console exclusive, some are PC, some are both, some you know, cloud cloud and PC cloud and console seem to go hand in hand though for the most part. Yeah, so I mean honestly for however much money you're paying, which I think in Canada, it's like what ten bucks, maybe eleven ninety nine. I just signed yeah. up to it. There you go. So, like, I mean, that's <laughs> a pretty. If I, I, I mean, because there's so much more than just that, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty sweet deal. Like, I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing. I regret it, but on uh, Game Pass, I'm playing Final Fantasy VIII, the remastered, which is not well ported, but I don't know. I mean, I can play it for free, so whatever. I didn't really sink anything into it. And Dragon Quest XI is also on there. The What's your opinions of Final Fantasy VIII? I like. I played it when I was like, you know, when I had the PS One. I haven't touched it since, so you know, this is going to be like fifteen years or whatever. But like, it's supposed you know, to be the best JRPG in a long time. I uh, I would still. I, I think I'd still say Seven's better. I think Seven's better. I also think I that. Agree. I also think Seven was better ported to to like uh to like PC and everything else. I find that Final Fantasy VIII is a little glitchy on PC and stuff. So that's, I mean, uh, that's just my opinion. But I also liked Nine better than Eight as well. Yeah, I liked Nine too. It's also on Xbox Game Pass. I mean, I'm gonna play it because I remember fucking Squall, but that's about it. Um, I play with a like an, a really old friend of mine that used to live across the street. We played every day, so that was my memory of uh, Final Fantasy VIII, and then switching discs and stuff. But when you had to do that, because you know. It was the early 2000s. Um, yeah, but uh, moving on, then we have uh, what I have titled Rest in Peace Xbox Live. And this is from uh, Kotaku's Ari Notice. First launched, I actually also quoted this out of order because I feel like it just works better. But uh, first launched in 2002, Xbox Live allowed players to play Xbox games online for free. The nine original live compatible games included Mech Assault, which I actually loved, NFL Fever 2003, as of last year year oh sorry sorry there's a period there 2003 
as of last year, the service is no longer available for the original 2001 Xbox, but a third-party project is trying to restore functionality. But now, the name Xbox Live is dead. You'll still be able to play Xbox games online, but the, su- the suite of Xbox online services will now be known as Xbox Network, Microsoft confirmed today to The Verge. This morning, many Xbox users noticed a small change in the Xbox dashboard. While uploading a screenshot to Xbox Live, some players noticed a reference to Xbox Network, where Xbox Live used to be. Xbox Network refers to the underlying Xbox online services, which was updated in the Microsoft Service Agreement, a Microsoft spoke- spokesperson told The Verge. The update from Xbox Live to Xbox Network is intended to distinguish the underlying services from Xbox Live Gold membership. So, and like this goes hand in hand too, because like, I mean, like, I guess the way I'm looking at this is like, you know, what does Microsoft own? Like Skype and like, uh xbox live and and whatever and then also there's now uh discord microsoft is going to buy discord so i think yeah just putting all that sleuth of stuff underneath each other yeah why 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 do they need to change it i think it's just to make it like a hub of everything of all the services that i mean like i don't own an xbox so i can't really say for sure but like they do own like a lot of like services that like fall under xbox live that i think mm-hmm. they have their gamer base using in separate ways and this is just kind of to make it into a clump sum where it's like this will now connect to this and this will now connect to that and this will connect to this and this will connect to that and then it's just xbox network like i can understand like why you're saying it just seems kind of redundant right like you've had this title and it's a recognizable title for like like what you said it first launched in 2002 yeah. right for like over for like just over two decades and you just decide to change it to something as bland as xbox network right like if you want to if you want to keep everything in like this whole like bubble right why did you keep the xbox title and why not change it to microsoft network because it's discord isn't called mike xbox um skype isn't called xbox well, I just I think maybe they're the trying whole to... idea behind the original Xbox and what Microsoft wanted it to be was they wanted the original Xbox. They their grand vision for it was to be for all of your entertainment like purposes what Google Home is now. That's what Microsoft said about the original Xbox and their vision for what it would be. So instead of calling it Xbox Live, maybe Xbox Network kind of falls more in line with what their grand vision is where everything's just networked to it's like through the xbox and you just control everything that way yeah because i remember xbox one like you could watch tv on your xbox like you could hook up your cable to it or whatever and uh and you could use like xbox tv you could you know stream services and how well did that turn out for them yeah i know the tv thing i don't think turned out too well uh but i I mean i think they were ahead of the time there though yeah, I think well, it's an entertainment box, right? So it's it's the dual box. Like let's say it that way. Like it's the box that's supposed to do everything. I mean, yeah, I think Nolan's right. Maybe they were just ahead. Well, not I wouldn't even say ahead of their time, but maybe like kind of like in a weird, awkward spot where like you know, cable starting to kind of die, streaming services are kind of coming in, and then like Xbox kind of plopped themselves in the middle where they were a little too late but a little too early for like some of the qualities that they wanted to put into the xbox one and i mean like i mean that's not the that's not the main issue with the xbox one but like you know like when they envisioned it and what it could be i think yeah like a little too late for cable a little too early for like the streaming thing to a degree and like and just you know like i think if they were to be like here's an xbox and like turned it 
and like added like Roku into it, like not Roku itself, but it kind of did the same thing like a Roku does where like you can just open it up and like all your streaming services are there and you can just, you know, click what you need, what you're subscribing to and just leave it like that. Right. Where like, the, you know, there, there's a limited amount of availability for streaming services on like Xbox and PlayStation. You're right. No, you're right. Like I like I said, it's just, it seems like you're, they're throwing away a name that actually had meaning and everything like that for over well, like like I said for over two decades yeah, for something super super gaming. and super, that might be what they're trying to get away from super super generic and the, like like I said with the last time with the Xbox One they tried to get away from gaming and that didn't turn out very well for their sales now did it right and also, that's totally fine that they they want to like change it I just think. As a, somebody who used to have Xbox Live, and you're right, it doesn't affect me. It just seems kind of stupid. That's all. I, I also just think that you... a different opinion. No, no, no. I, 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 think, I think you and I also have more sentimental value to Xbox Live than maybe most. I, I mean, like, I remember, I remember Xbox Live, like, being, like, I think it was, uh, I got it in 2004 or 5, and, like, you know, like, as a child, you know, you're just like, oh, I, I can't, I, you know, I need mom's credit card to, like, subscribe to this for like i think it was i think back then it was seven bucks a month for uh xbox live and i finally got it and man did i play so much halo oh. like halo 2 is like my go-to on every xbox live no you're right it's like and like i said it's it just it just seems like if, if they're gonna do something like that at least be more creative it's just it's such a boring generic name but it's slick and clean, you know. Like I mean, it like, is. It's, it, 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 it is what it says it does. I, and you have to realize that they're not. I don't think they're trying to so much appeal to us as they're trying to appeal to newer uh, people entering the gaming gaming industry. Like you know, game force. No, I'm an, I'm an like. angry I'm an angry old gamer. And yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, that's where that's where we are. I mean, that's where, <laughs> that is what it is. Like we like our old ways, and these youngins are coming along and changing. Don't our change my stuff. shit. Yeah. So. But uh, but yes. Yeah, so. Does that make me? I'm just the old grandpa. What? Uh, you're like the great grandfather of gaming. In the gaming you're, you're too, yeah. You're too. You're too senile to be angry. Yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't know what's going on, Gramps. You're like, what are you doing? You're, 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 you know, at this point, you're listening to like the '60s, and we're, we're loving the '70s music, <laughs> where it is. So, you're like the Oscars, and angry that like the, that uh, that rock genre got entered, or the Grammys, sorry, and that the rock genre got entered into the Grammys. Don't the get me started on hip hop, then. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> uh, my, uh, so yeah, my PC lo- Oh, moving on to the next one. My PC lovers, we're getting Age of Empires four reveal. So again, this is by IGN uh, by Joe Scribbles. Microsoft has announced an Age of Empires fan 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 preview event for April 10th and promises surprising reveals of Age of Empires 4. This event will be broadcasted on April 10th at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. UK. So, I, you know, if you need to know that, if you listen over there, Brussels, that counts for you, I guess. Maybe you're like an hour away, but, you know. Uh, and will include new age news on Age of Empires 4 as well as Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition and Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition. I actually don't own Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition. I do own 1 and 2, though. Um, but does, you know, has anyone played Age of Empires? I played the original one and loved it and sunk so many hours into that. 
when uh, I was really little, I used to play Age of Empires <laughs> 2 at the like the library. When I was really little. <laughs> yeah, like uh, really little. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking like like maybe like seven or eight. <laughs> Uh, surprisingly, my first one was the third. For because uh, the reason why I got uh, Age of Empires three was because I had a gaming PC before that, and then I don't really remember what happened to it. But we didn't have it anymore. And I think my parents actually didn't have a computer for a little bit, so I ended up for my graduation. I ended up getting a Mac, and like back then, there wasn't a lot of video games on Mac, but Age of Empires three was one of them. And so, but when did Age of Empires three come out? Oh, got in two thousand and seven or eight. Really? Yeah, because it was twenty ten, two thousand nine when I got when I uh, got my Mac. But uh, I'm gonna quickly gander here real quick, and it was two thousand five. Wow, it was three years off. Wow. So, but yeah, so I got it. I got Age of, Empires, Age of Empires 3 because I had a Mac and it was one of the few games that would work on it. That's and a I, long I, time. I played the shit out of it. I didn't, man. I, just, I love, I love RTS. So they're releasing a sequel 16 years after the last entry of the series. Uh, I think because, like, so from what I was reading, um, I don't know how well Age of Empires 3 did, but I don't think it was received super well. And then, um. I know the definitive editions also weren't received super well, so I think I think the franchise is kind of just on a hiatus to like maybe try to figure out like I think maybe trying to figure out what they can do better and like how they can improve the game. So I mean, sixteen years is a long time, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that's At just that maybe point. What why don't you just reboot it? I mean, they might to some degree. I mean, I don't even know why it's numbered because I can't remember. I don't think it's chronological in any way is it like i said i've only played two and i was back when i was like a wee yeah so i don't i don't think it because like i played three and it didn't, it didn't seem like it mattered if i played two or one so i mean they i mean for all we know if you call asian empires for the reboot who knows i mean yeah I, mean, I doubt they'd call it that but i'm saying it, it can just be whatever it is right? I, I mean final fantasy 7 is just called final fantasy 7 remake <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but Final Fantasy VII was just called Final Fantasy VII. No, you're like, right. There, there's no subtitle to it. So, I mean, remake's better than anything, I guess. I don't know. Also, anything that's remake, remade, or or updated is like remake or remastered. It's always in the title. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed um, Age of Empires three mm-hmm. and. I've gone back to one and two. I find one and two hard, sure, but I, I, that happens. I think that happens mostly with sequels, where like as they progress and uh, with um, with sequels, I, I find they get easier. See, like you said, you find one and two harder, but all you have to do is get into the cheat code box, type in "Who's your daddy?" like thirty-seven times, and just blow <laughs> open the entire map. That's all you yeah, need. Yeah, but it's fun to like die a lot and get murdered by elephants on like. A regular basis, because man, those fuckers. Like, so, you need like six dudes to take them down. Yeah, see, I see your, uh, I see your elephant with like six dudes on top throwing spears to my fucking Shelby Cobra with a rocket launcher on the back of it. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, 
So yeah, we're we're done with Microsoft. So let's move on to the PlayStation news because I actually tried very very hard to get a bit of everything in here. Um, <gasps> I know, I know. So the PS Store for PS3, PSP, and PS Vita are closing shop. Uh, so I am super sorry, but I don't remember where I got this from. But I'm pretty sure it's Kotaku. Oh no, I uh, this was Video Game Chronicles. Right. Uh, so Sony has announced that July 2nd, I'm not quoting it yet, but Sony has announced that uh, July 2nd, PS3 and PSP store will close. And August 27th, the PS Vita store also gets shut down. Uh, you'll be able to re-download your games for the foreseeable future, but no longer will be able to purchase new ones. Um, and this is according to Video Game Chronicles, because this was a really interesting article. Um, I quote, although users will still be able to re-download their previous purchases for the foreseeable future from July 2nd, it will no longer be possible to buy games on the PS3 or PSP online marketplaces. And come August 27th, the same will apply to the Vita 2. Of the games set to disappear from the format, the vast majority are available on on other platforms, such as the older PlayStation consoles or PC. However, around 120 games will essentially become lost forever once the store closes, uh, their analyst suggests. Some titles will essentially become Xbox console exclusives, such as Beyond Good and Evil HD, Laura Croft and the Guardians of Light, and both Bionic Commando games. In total, around 2,200 digital-only games will disappear after the store closes, including around 630 digital-only Vita games, 730 digital-only PS3 games, uh, and PSN games, and a small number of digital-only PSP games, 293 PlayStation Minis, 336 PS2 Classics, and around 260 PS1 Classics, particularly on PSP and Vita. The number of bows are, are estimates. Sony has pulled the online version of the store already, which has made exact data more difficult to find. As such, we've had to rely on creating our own list to come up with these figures. And there will be some discrepancies, such as games I've already pulled from the store in the past. So just to put this in perspective, the PS3 launched in 2006, the PSP launched in 2005, and the Vita launched in 2012. Those were all North American launch dates. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, let's, let's, I guess generically, let's, you know, let's go with, with thoughts. It's games to lose, but I'm sure they're going to do something to bring a lot of those, or make a lot of those available again. Just an excuse to charge us again for them. That's probably it. I mean, Nintendo does that very well, so. um, It's just, like, when when I read the, like, dates that you have on there when they came out, I was like, well, that makes sense. Like, some of these, it's been over a decade since these consoles were made, except for the Vita, right? So yeah. I'm like, it makes sense, but at the same time, for the fear, like the just for the pure amount of games that are just going to be gone, it's actually pretty sad. You know, it makes sense, but it's sad. It's like watching like a uh, like your your old dog kind of thing like that, right? Just not as spry anymore. It's just sad. Well, so yeah, so that's why I put on here being like, so like you know, we have PS now on the PlayStation Four, which has like a very small selection of PS2 games and PS3 games. So, like, do you think that, I mean, do we do we hope that maybe, like, the PS1, Vita, PSP, like, I mean, I don't know how. Like, Depends if I on PSP the game. Games, I just don't know how someone would, like, roll over to, like, uh, the controller inputs. I mean, I think, uh, like, and uh, don't get me wrong, it's, like, big taboo to say, like, phone games, right? Yeah. But, like, with, like, for example, Durza Cerberus was a PSP game. It's a Final Fantasy VII spinoff, right? But yeah, yeah. they're going to put it on the on the phone, and I think that's a pretty like good idea in reality, 
right? Because certain games that were on the PSP and PS Vita can go over to the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 because they had enough stuff there to justify it, right? But other games, right? If they're going if they're just getting lost to ether, I'd rather have them as phone games than nothing at all. I think out of all of this, PS2 and PS1 are my two biggest concerns. I, I there's some really good PS1 games, you know, that I'll never play again that I well, I shouldn't say it. I actually have a PS1 and like a bunch of shit, but like there's I mean, I don't have all of them and there's probably games on this that I'll never see again and that, you know, I thoroughly want to enjoy or even I've wanted to try, right? Like it might be a game I never got to rent or what have you, but I yeah, like I really hope that maybe PS Now will pick up the slack and like maybe it'll bring in like or maybe it's just a new subscription where it's called the PlayStation Legacy Collection. It's like all your PS1, PS2, PS3 like titles all in one spot where you can just get that and just you know subscribe to that where they like slowly add them on of like backwards compatible games, much like how or just for free, much how like Nintendo yeah. does with with the Super Nintendo and Nintendo right now, where you just pay a monthly fee, you know, you pay your uh, Nintendo online and then you get access to like all their old well not all but you get access to select classic games that they're available to that they made available to you and i would love if playstation did that that'd be sweet i'd love for them i would especially the ps2 has the largest catalog of games i think of any other console ever made yeah because they kept going well into the ps3 life they kept kept making games for that system so yeah it was it's got a long life. It's got a oh man, it was it's best selling console. It's got some of the best games. Like I, I still have my PS2 and I have like Spider Man Two, Spider Man Three, Gauntlet. Um, you know, like I got some good games on there that that are are a lot of fun to play. And then for my PS1, uh, I got like Dragon Valor, which I don't even know if they were. And I have uh, Legend of uh, Legaya, which was a really cool game. Uh, I got Digimon Two and Digimon Three on there when they were like good games. Not like the crap that comes out now, and uh, <laughs> like the like old Spider-Man that was like voiced by uh, uh, oh my god, was that Tobey Maguire? No, oh god, one second, I got vamp for a second because it's gonna sound stupid anyways. Um, all right, well, <laughs> Stan see. Lee, woo, Stan Sorry, Lee voiced Spider-Man. Stan Lee did the voice of Spider-Man. He did no, 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 no. He like did like so. The game was you were Spider Man, but like he would do like the comic voices of it. Oh, know, okay. Spidey's found himself in you know whatever, right? Like he would do that in it, and it was really That's pretty cool. cool. And then you go around and collect old comic books with collectibles in the game, and oh. uh, yeah, it was a really fun game. I have one and I have two with a bunch of cheats. I remember one sheet was Aunt May, and uh, I think it was like in, in, uh, uh, you're in, uh, invincible. But um, yeah, no, it was man. Oh, fuck. you know what? Actually, the TV I have now has a has a, a component segment to it, and I should I should hook that fucker up. Um, I'm lucky. Like all the games that I fell in love with on the PlayStation Two were some of the very few games that got brought over to the PlayStation Four library, so I get to experience all those still. Oh, uh, lucky you. Yeah, there's. So I know, many right? Games, so many games. That's that's <laughs> right. Games, uh, lesser gamers get in line. Yeah, Jesus. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, so we also have Ratchet and Clank on an upgrade. So PS4 Ratchet and Clank got a PS5 upgrade this month to 60 frames. Uh, this was the free game that was available till March 31st during the PS uh, Stay at Home initiative. Uh, yep. I I haven't played this one, so I'm going to because I got, I did get it for 
I, I download it as I download anything that's free thrown my way. Um, you know, if it's something I'm not going to play, I'm like, whatever, I'd rather have it than not have it because I can tell you it's right really now. Good. Few... Yeah, is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's fantastic. This is the one that's like based off the movie they tried to release, right? Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I'm pretty sure this is like supposed to be a remake of the very first Ratchet and Clank game, right? Where they updated it, they changed some story aspects, but it was really, really good, and I really liked it. It was actually really beautiful. Like it's made by Insomniac, which is yeah. they are they're fucking amazing, right? Um, and if like if it's been moved up to sixty frames, like is it just for the PlayStation Five? It's been moved yeah. uh, for the yeah yeah oh. Well, I'm not sure if I'm uh, too happy about that, but you know, it's still like yeah, it's still a really think... good game, and I think it's a good thing for other people to experience. Moving on, we're gonna do Nintendo now because I, for some reason, like to save it last because I feel like it's probably the most we're gonna. I don't know. We had a long conversation about Xbox stuff, so we'll see. But uh, so Mario's dead, and Nintendo pulled the Disney and threw some of the Mario shit into the vault. So as of March 31st, Mario 35th anniversary comes to an end. You can no longer purchase Mario 3D All-Stars, nor can you play Mario 35. As well, you're now limited on purchasing the Game & Watch with Mario, Mario 2, and Ball. I, myself, am lucky I have all these things. Uh, except for I can't play Mario 35, but I have everything else. Uh, that's also because Nintendo has me by the coins. So, I mean, that being said, like, it kind of sucks that, you know, whoever wanted maybe the 35th anniversary, or sorry, anyone who wanted, like, Mario 3D All-Stars, because I have that whole thing that's really the only one that matters. Like I have the game and watch and I, 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 it was definitely worth purchasing for anyone who didn't purchase it. I, I, I would say you, you should have, but that's because you love everything. Mario, man, I have been playing. I've been playing so much Mario 3d all-stars last like week. I've been playing between sunshine and galaxy nonstop. And then I mixed a little Starcraft in there. So Andrew, (laughs) thank you for showing up today. This is an intervention. No, fuck that, man. Fuck that. But I so but anyways, but actually though, like I mean like the reason why this is I brought this up is because like, you know, we have the Zelda and Metroid anniversary well, we're in it. The Zelda one. I don't think we're not in the Metroid one just yet, but we're in the Zelda one and like nothing's been said. But like again, hey, they're like, gonna have Skyward Swords re released on July sixteenth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a kick in the teeth, really, for a Zelda fan. Well, let's. Yeah. I mean, like to be honest. So Mario, so Mario 3D All Stars came out in November. So, and they did it something for like a whole six months. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Like maybe something will come out for Zelda. Breath like, of the would, Wild too. Let's. We'll move on to that. Like that, that's later down. You're, they're a little ahead. But oh, what? The These are actually. Uh, we'll we'll talk about like we'll touch on it, but. Um, what I'm more thinking of, like, I would love like a Zelda 3D All Stars, where it's like Wind Waker, uh, oh. Ring of Time, and maybe like Twilight Princess. If it really, See, like, I, if I, had, I thought I had to die, like, choose my Die Hard three. Um, I thought that was a dumb idea. Then you said it out loud. It's one of those things that sounds dumb on paper when I was reading it, right? But now that you said it out loud, it's act. I'm totally down for that. I think that'd be such a good collection. Like, I, I love Majora's Mask, but I don't think it had a big of a... Like, Majora's Mask didn't have that big of a following as Orphan of Time did. And Just Twilight Wind Princess... Waker. Uh, Wind Waker had a huge following. And then Twilight Princess did not okay. have a big of a following as Skyward Sword. Oh, it's because tw- uh, uh, Twilight Princess is edgy. Yeah, so, I mean, like, 
give me that. And then, like, honestly, for Metroid, dude, just give me the Prime Collection. Like, if we had yeah. to do this, just re, re give me the Prime Collection. I will play the shit out of that. And you can even release two collections with Metroid. Like, I would love, like, just, Metroid, uh, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, and, like, just, give, just, me, give me another one. Just announce Prime 3. That's all you need to do, and everybody will you be mean, happy. You mean Prime 4? Prime 4. Just announce Prime 4. Everybody yeah. will be happy. <laughs> well, they did that, and everyone was happy, and that was good. <gasps> what? Really? They actually no, announced Prime no. 4? Yeah, man. They, they had a title for it, like, three years ago. Why is this the first time I've heard of this? I don't know. Then, yeah, no, they had a title for they did a title reveal for Prime Four, and then um, and then they ended up then it wasn't up to par, so they scrapped it, and then they got another studio doing it, and then that studio that is doing it right now is still looking for people to like take place in it. So they worked on it for like three years or whatever, and then scrapped the whole thing, went to a different oh. studio, and now they're basically restarting it. So I, oh, we're not going to no. see that game for like a while. But no. but it is it is it is in production, so that much I can tell you. But that's why everyone's like, give us a prime, give us the prime trilogy then. Like they already they did the prime trilogy once, just do it again. Like we're Nintendo's good at one thing, it's porting shit. That is true. So like just port it, like whatever. It was a Wii game. I mean, Galaxy works really well on that Switch, and I love playing Galaxy on the thing. So yeah, just give it to me, whatever. And then uh, next, and this is where we're going to touch on a little bit of. Uh, of Skyward Sword, or sorry, uh, not Skyward Sword, holy Christ, but uh, Breath of the Wild 2. So Nintendo Switch Pro seems to be more and more not a rumor. Um, so this is from Bloomberg. Nintendo Co-Company, sorry, Nintendo Company plans to unveil a model <laughs> of the Switch gaming console equipped with a bigger Samsung OLED display this year, hoping the larger touchscreen can prop up demand in the time for holidays. People familiar with this plan said, Samsung Display Co. will start mass production of 7-inch, 720-resolution OLED panel as early as June with an initial monthly target of just under a million units, said the people who were asked not to be identified discussing internal matters. The displays are slated for shipment to assemblers around July, the people said. Representatives from Nintendo and Samsung Display declined to comment. Nintendo seeks to sustain a Switch lineup that continues to sell well against the Xbox and PlayStation, thanks to pandemic-era breakouts like hits like Animal Crossing and Chipchunk and a chip chunk that's played supply of rival devices. Oh, I understand. But the gadget is now into its fifth year, while Microsoft Corp and Sony Corp both have now more new and more powerful machines in the market. Um, so I was trying to actually look for a particular article here because um, they actually, so I remember seeing like a, it was a mock, it wasn't a real, it wasn't real, but it was like kind of a mock-up of what the display would look like. So like anyone who like owns a Switch, basically like that dark, uh, border around it like where the screen is and that's that dark border is about an inch, there's about like a third of an inch or whatever like from the edge yeah uh, that will be gone it'll be like the full full thing now and oh, so yeah. that'll i'm be looking at mine right now so that'll make a difference yeah so that'll be your full screen it'll be oled and it'll be in 720p um and then when you dock it it should it's supposed to run up to about it should run up to 4k but i feel like this is gonna be like a ps4 pro where it's like it can go up to 4k but you know it the games quite, it, uh, yeah, like it's gonna be up to the games. I don't think it'll quite make that mark, or whatever. But um, it'll be stronger, like stronger processing, uh, better battery, better screen. Uh, hopefully, the Joy-Con thing situation's fixed. But uh, what I can tell you right now is that I am going to buy it. <laughs> so that's yeah. That but is, at that point, that 
that, that we're just we're just talking like obvious things. That's just like saying if the Tin Man has a sheet metal cock, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Does he? Yeah. Are Watch Trailer Park Boys. It's like a bear shits like, in the woods. Because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like uh, I mean, like I don't know. Last time I checked, the Tin Man was played by a human. So. Well, apparently he had a t- uh, sheet metal cock. <laughs> All right. Supposed to use your imagination. Godzilla uh, yeah, was played by a human. Yeah. No, that's real. That's real. Don't you argue with me? That shit's real. It's a real that's monster. That's a man in a suit. No. Tight, no. Tightness Gojira, all right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I don't know. Like, I know, no, I don't think you're going to buy a Switch Pro, but Austin, are you going to wait? I know you want another I mean, one. I, I, I want to play Monster Hunter Rise. But I, I can't because I, I, I sold Nolan my Switch like an idiot. And a couple of days later, they announced it. <laughs> I, I would just, I'd, I'd honestly just wait, man. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sad, though. Whatever. It is what it is, man. But to be honest, if you think about it, you got money towards a new one. I mean, yeah. I'm trading mine in and probably get, I'll probably get $300 from my old one. And, uh, and then, you know, I'll, and, but the new one, sorry, I didn't state this, but the new one will be about 100 bucks more. I mean, that makes sense. Updated. Yeah, so, but I mean, like, I don't give a shit. I'll buy it. I don't care. I really don't. I'm really bad. Just uh, let me know where you're going to trade it in so I can go buy yours for cheaper. You, you, what? No, what, what do you mean? Cause I'll, I'll get it. I'll probably end up trading it in and probably get like 250 for it. I'm probably going to resell it for like 300 bucks. No. 350. Oh, yeah. If they, if they, if they got the new consoles out, they're going to fucking drop the price, dude. Okay, so let's... let's let's. T- you know who we're talking about, right? <laughs> we're talking about Nintendo. Yeah. When do yeah, they right. when do they drop their prices? Let they alone drop like, prices. Let alone. Let's talk about how what happened last year with PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X. Do you think I'm gonna get one? <laughs> well, I mean, you're no. lo- you got lucky enough to get a PlayStation Five, so yeah. yeah, probably. Four months later. Well, hey man, I'm still waiting. So because some dude with a Twitter handle too is the only reason why I got it. <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, no, God damn. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then I think this is our last story of the of this whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, this is a good one. Nintendo expects. Sorry, we didn't talk about Breath of Wild Five uh, Two because we're going to talk about it here. But Nintendo expects to ship record-breaking software. So again, this is from Joe Scrabbles at IGN. I quote: Nintendo is probably expect. Nintendo is reportedly expecting to ship 250 million units of software in its next fiscal year, which I think. Is from May to May for Nintendo, um, comfortably beating its existing all-time records, thanks to an lineup of mostly unconfirmed blockbuster games. Per anonymous sources of Bloomberg, Nintendo has briefed some partners and suppliers on its expectations of April 2021 to March 2022. Sorry, it's April to April. Sorry, guys. Uh, and set expectations of shipping 250 million games. That huge number is seemingly driven by the Bloomberg's calls, a series of marquee game releases. And what analyst Sirkin Toto calls a much stronger blockbuster software lineup and new hardware. Nintendo is already forecasting record year for sales in its current fiscal year ending March 2021, expecting to see 205 million shipped units. Its previous, uh, sorry, 250 million shipped units. Its previous best year came in uh, financial year 2008 when the huge popularity of the Wii saw 204.6 million units shipped. Financial year 2020 was unexpectedly huge for Nintendo with the upswing in gaming due to the pan, uh, due to the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and the enormous success of Animal Crossing New Horizons propelling the company to its current success. So basically what yeah. I'm hearing here, 
is we're going to get a 25% increase. That's huge. So, so yeah, well, so yeah, but the reason why they're expecting that is because we're supposed to get huge blockbuster games this year. So, okay. So let's say we do get the switch. Print. Do you think they're going to, re- you know, release like all these blockbuster games with it? So like, you know, Breath of the Wild 2 and like, you know, maybe a Zelda collection or like a Metroid collection or like, you know, unannounced Mario, game that we don't know. Well, Mario Golf. Mario versus uh, Mario versus Rapids three, the hunt for two. Mario versus Rapids and two. Also, that is actually possible to come out, and don't you drag that game's name through the dirt. That is an amazing game. <laughs> Fucking if, love it. You see, that game though has no right to be as good as it actually is. But it's fucking It's a fucking Rapids game for fuck's sake. And I will say right now, if no one's played it, go look it up because I'm pretty sure it's still on sale for like 20 bucks and it's worth the $20. I paid for it's it. really good. It's worth the 20 bucks. Um, but no, like, what am I, because Rabbids have always been a meme. That's why I did the Thanks Killing uh, title Mario vs. Rabbids 3, The Hunt for Mario vs. Rabbids 2. I think, I don't know, man. I, I would, I didn't play the Donkey Kong expansion on that one. But I would, uh, but I would, I think I would, one hundred percent. I would, yeah, I'd buy the second one. That game was so much fun. Yeah, it was. It, like, and I like that's what I mean by big blockbuster because it's such a good game, right? And it has no right to be. Everybody knows about it. Yeah, I, I would, I, I want it. I want it to happen, and I hope because we're talking about it, you know, it does. But, but I mean, like, even if they did like Mario Odyssey two, I would do that too. Like, give me Mario Odyssey 2. Mm. I love the first one. Yes, uh, and I, I just, I'm worried it'll be, like, the case of, like, Mario Galaxy 2, right? Where it's just, like, co- like do something different, right? I would actually be okay if they kept Mario Odyssey the same for myself, because it had a bit of everything I liked about Mario's platforming. They threw in some old-school level, like, old-school style gaming in there, where you turn back into, like, 8-bit Mario, and, like, the worlds were kind of fun to tra- uh, traverse, and, and and like I really enjoyed the fact that even though you beat the game, you could just go back and like keep going. Like, and there's so much to do in that game after you beat it. Like, mass amounts of things to do, and I did. Like, I played that game for quite a while after I beat it because you can beat it pretty quickly. It's like maybe like a ten hour game to beat, but like, well, no, though, I know, and I can, but I like, can understand that. Play, it was a lot of fun. Like, it's not like when you play like like when you play Mario sixty four and stuff like. I don't know. I, I, you don't. I'm not saying there is much incentive to go back, but I just, I feel like they give you, like, false incentive to go back. As for like, I think Mario 64 or Sunshine. Like, once you're kind of done, you're like, like it's so much work to get to the end that once you got to the end, you're like, I'm done with all of it. But like with this one, it's like it's really quick to get to the end, and then once you're at the end, you're like, I can just keep going, and like you can just experience new Mario levels for just the fun of it. Yeah, no, I can I can understand that. It's just um, if you're gonna do more, just add more maps to Mario Odyssey, right? More oh, like cause you, well, I was gonna say because you like there's the like the uh, like the desert slash Mexico theme one, and then yeah. like the the Super City one and everything like that. Those are really really cool and really interesting because we've never seen Mario in those uh, like settings. But, you know, like, there's there's not a whole... You're right, it's a short game. There's not a whole lot of maps. So if you're going to do something, don't uh, add, like, four new maps and price it as a whole new game. No. Add, well, I, don't, uh, I, I don't think they do that. I think they add, like, a whole bunch of new maps. And price it yeah, do game. that. Or just come up with something new. Like, for the, like I, the reason why I like Galaxy so much is because it was completely different than Sunshine. 
And the reason why I like Sunshine a lot is because it's completely different than 64. I didn't think Sunshine was that different than 64. Man, you had a whole, all the water mechanics. You can actually... Well, like, yeah, like, like the gameplay was different, but like the game itself and like what you were doing, I don't think was overly different. Like the game mechanics were different, but but the game like the the story of the games was the same as 64 like even some of the quests you do in sunshine are exactly like are mimics of quests like to get shines or almost the exact same thing you do in in 64 like not all of them like they're, I, I literally just did the watermelon one which was like the biggest pain in my ass but like but like you know there's like i had to race a dude um you know you have to fight a boss where you have to like knock him out three times or do whatever like that like well, I was saying, like, with Mario Odyssey, though, like, the way you would kill bosses were different. Like, you had, like, you could turn into shit. No, no, and, and I then, don't like that. You're, yeah. you're pretty much confirming what I was saying, right? Uh, the reason why I liked Odyssey at the very least is because it was so different from Galaxy. I didn't like Galaxy 2 because it's just Galaxy with more stuff, and I had to pay for it again. PlayStation Plus subscribers will get Days Gone, Oddworld Sold Storm for PS5 only, and Zombie Army for Dead of War. Oh, so, really? Yeah. But Oddworld Dude, is... that's awesome. So, PlayStation 5 owners can download Oddworld Source from a modern day reimagined of 1998's Oddworld Apes Exodus. But that's only for PlayStation oh. 5, and that comes out on release day. Hell yeah. Uh, but these go from April 6th to May 3rd, and Oddworld Source makes its debut on PS5 on April 6th, which is, probably makes sense why they did that. So, those are your free games for PlayStation. That's, that's all the news I got. So, what's, uh, what have we been playing? Anyone playing anything fun? We're um, planning on starting Halo. Um, oh, right, yeah, we are playing that, yeah. That's planned after the, we're done here. I'm downloading Xbox Game Pass. And Halo's gonna, you probably, you were not gonna play Halo tonight. No, probably not. But we I'll can, let you I don't know, know when I do. Yeah, let me know, and then, and then yeah, because I, well, it's I Saturday, you, you can't play tomorrow. Can I, can I come over, Andrew? Can I come over and play Halo? Why well, do you have to come to my house? Because, I don't want to play on my body over here. I don't want to play on my phone. No. And, well, yeah, because we could all play it together, too, right? Yeah, and we'll can, do a last around. I can still stream, because I can hook up my Xbox to the TV on my new 65 yeah. TV. And then, and then I'll be like, Nolan, all right? We'll have a prep talk, and I'll be like, listen, don't fuck this up for me, okay? <laughs> yeah, because Lassen's going to want to play it on Legendary, and then if you die, you're fucked until he can... No, that's the whole point of the last round, man. We're putting all the skulls on. You die, you die, you fuck over everybody. We're all going back. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm gonna I, fuck I, you over right as soon as it fucking starts. Then, yeah, I was gonna say, man, I uh, I played today with explosive grunts, and that was a bad idea. Oh, I can't wait! I'm I'm, I'm pumped also, now. Also, I'm pumped also, for this. I also made the explosive grunts have like an extra two meter radius explosion, so you had to be oh, yeah. away to watch them, like so you didn't die. But um, just shoot them in the head. And then, yeah, also Nolan, have you even played Odyssey, bastard? Why did I even Not lend yet. it to you? Why did I even lend it to you? Um, <laughs> for me, I've been playing uh, Monster Hunter, and I finally got into Strikers because I finally beat the expansion pack of Persona Five Royale, which was amazing. I yeah, I already said what I was playing. I was playing um, uh, Galaxy Sunshine, and I've been playing through the campaign of like the first Starcraft because mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've actually ever played through Brood Wars. So really, like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't remember. <laughs> I've tried Starcraft two, and I've gotten probably halfway through it oh see, I, I, it I, just starcraft. doesn't have the same i don't know like star, it's the original starcraft i just i loved from the very moment i started it starcraft 2 yeah. it's just it's i don't it's, know something's it's easier it. it's easier i find starcraft it is easier than starcraft 1 and like even oh, yeah. like, like the missions aren't as long like some of the missions i play like 
or like you're playing for about an hour to like get through some of the stuff just because like you have a very finite amount of resources that they give you at the start best, uh, especially best being gas and so then you have to go find like another one and like i'm playing on a harder difficulty so they will come and fuck me up hard like whenever like what's nice though is that like i don't know i guess it's the ai in it but like they'll at least come fuck me from my new base and not so much my old base but like i played the one where uh i'm doing the terran one and i played mission nine when you have to like kill the protoss base but protect the zerg base yeah and that's when you leave kerrigan behind but anyways and uh and man i was like an hour into it and i didn't save i was an hour into it mm. and and i uh, i put a I put a tank in uh, uh, whatever you call it, like uh, battle mode or whatever, you know, when I like yeah. time to and stuff. Siege mode. It, yeah, siege mode. And it attacked a, uh, a Zerg base and killed it like right away. And then it's just like, mission failed. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and I had to play the whole thing all over again. And I was like, I didn't touch it for a day because I was like, man, that was a lot of work to get where I was. I would have been so pissed. <laughs> it was so much work to get where I was. And then. And like I, I've, had, like, I had such a fortified base, like nothing could get through me. But then, like, I just put something way too close, and ah, uh, it was garbage. Yeah, I go back. I've I uninstalled it. games for less than that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was upset. Uh, once I played it through the second time, I saved like probably every twenty minutes. I saved, and then, uh, but like, what was also nice though is the second time I played it was faster because I already because like I found out where the second resource base was, like where I could like build a new base for resources. And so at least that was a little quicker because I actually did that a lot faster than I you probably should have because I was just like, I'm just going to get it now, kill everything on the way. And like, because man, I'm not going to lie. When in doubt, you just, you have Marines, man. You just have an army of Marines and you have them all souped up to level three armor and guns and you just wave Marines all day, all like all times. Like you just wave after wave after wave and you will win with just Marines. My favorite level in... Starcraft 1 is when you're defending that little base and you have you have a timer when it counts down you just get overwhelmed by the zerg and you just build outposts and you just pump out marine after marine after marine yeah. and it's like a scene of starship troopers that's, yeah that's my favorite level in all of Starcraft I've played one I and got two I got the H. I got the HD. Like I did the upgraded one. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I, you asked me before. Like, is it worth it? I actually think it's worth it. Like after playing it in HD, and like remembering what it looked like non HD. I mean, for like eighteen bucks. Yeah. It was. I uh, no, I got it for twelve. It was on sale. So I I, I want to I want to get the work. Dude, I'll play with you. I wanted to get the Warcraft uh, upgrade, but um. I'm not paying forty dollars for that game. I don't blame me. I, I refuse to pay forty dollars for an upgraded version of that game. I think that's all we got then for this episode. Uh, for episode six, um, remember that you can always support us on Acast. Description below. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at One Podcast for Nerds. You can always email us at sorry. You can always email us One Podcast for Nerds. That's number one, number four, Nerds at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Patreon, where you'll be able to see all the new shows that we're gonna do and be a part of the community and you know get involved and, and chat with us so i think yeah, we'll, i'm interested we'll, to see your guys's opinion on our conversations but yeah so uh you know thanks for listening to episode six uh it was a lot of fun being here i think i had a lot of fun it was actually a good episode and uh not that our other ones are bad this one, this one was a lot of fun all right guys peace bye, <laughs> bye. Right, cheers guys bye. <laughs>